There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to tell you everything you need to know about the rumor of Will Ospreay heading to NXT UK. Spoiler alert, he's probably not. <laughs> but two huge stars are returning to WWE TV on the SmackDown with fans on July 16th. WWE has booked an intergender match for next week's episode of Raw. And WWE have announced two matches for Hell in a Cell off the back of last night's Raw. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. So we're going to kick things off with a report uh, via the Voices of Wrestling Patreon account. They've uh, been very much on top of the entire Will Ospreay New Japan Pro Wrestling situation throughout the past couple of days, throughout these whole developments of him getting injured and vacating the IWGP World Heavyweight title and then going back to England and everything else. Um, But they've come through kind of expanding on a rumour that started when Fumi Saito of the Pacific Rim Pro Wrestling Podcast, who's a Japanese wrestling insider, uh, stated his belief that he wouldn't be surprised if Osprey ended up in NXT UK. Um, It's noted here that several Japanese personnel within New Japan Pro Wrestling, including office staff and wrestlers, believe that that's where Osprey might be heading, uh, with one particularly vocal about their belief that NXT UK is Osprey's endgame. Now, it should be stressed that these rumours internally within New Japan come from Japanese personnel. None of it is coming from the Western side of any of this. Now, uh, it could and you know, be the product of what one of Voices of Wrestling's sources describes here as ignorance of the Western wrestling landscape. NXT UK is obviously very low on the WWE totem pole. Uh, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, all above it there. Uh, and when you think of someone, a star like Will Ospreay, who's competing in front of tens of thousands of people in the Tokyo Dome and elsewhere, signing for WWE's, you know, one of their lowest brands, that make a whole lot of sense there. Uh, so it's noted here that the office might as well, the New Japan office might be similarly uninformed and they might not be that clued in on the difference between NXT and NXT UK. Uh, VOW have a whole kind of paragraph here describing why it would make little sense for Osprey really to go to NXT UK uh, when he could score a much bigger money offer from like a Ring of Honor or an AEW in the event that he was to leave New Japan. However, His contractual status uh, means he's probably tied to New Japan for a while. Osprey actually tweeted in August 2019. He has since deleted this tweet, uh, however, stating that he was tied to New Japan for the next five years. Um, So, you know, 
that's <laughs> not necessarily something he's going to be able to tear up. Voices of Wrestling note here that there's no indication that if he was to ask for his release that it would be granted. Osprey is currently at home in his native England. There's a whole situation going on at the moment with foreign wrestlers feeling unrest in New Japan. Um, the New Japan had previously cancelled the Wrestle Grand Slam tour, said, hey, foreign wrestlers, you guys can return home, then change their minds and ask them to stay. Uh, Osprey returned to England regardless. It's noted that he's got some personal issues uh, as well as shared issues with the wider foreign roster in New Japan as well. We should note perhaps as well that his partner B Priestley has been heavily linked with NXT UK uh, in all of this. So the, there's a whole lot of stuff going on here with this situation. It's a developing story. Um, more fallout should be expected to come over the coming weeks, months and whatever the heck else. Um, Osprey is no longer the IWGP champion. The injury here is described as not something that would immediately force him to step away from the ring and vacate the title. It's something more similar to the injuries that Kazuchika Okada and Kota Ibushi are currently working through. Uh, and it's noted here that uh, Osprey would have wrestled the Wrestle Grand Slam Tour, then potentially taking some time off uh, ahead of summer shows. So Adam Wilborn rambled a lot here, but it's a detailed report with lots of moving parts. You want to get all of them right. Um, yeah, I mean, Osprey's not going to NXT UK, is he? That'd be weird. No, I mean, I mean I'd love to see him there. I have no doubt he would have epic matches with Noam Dar and, and Ben Carter and Shah Samuels. Like, there's so many great Shaz guys in there Samuels. that he would have great matches Fair with. Play. But at the end of the day, I mean, admittedly right now, as you alluded to there, Andy, New Japan is in a bit of shambles right now, but he's just been their world heavyweight champion. He's, you know, quintessentially a part of the New Japan structure right now for me. And if he was going to go anywhere, no offence, but he wouldn't be NXT UK. I mean, this is a guy who turned down a contract handed to him by Paul Heyman for WWE a long time ago. And I guarantee that didn't say, yeah, we'll get you on 205 Live. Like if he came into WWE... <laughs> As much as, you know, they'd try and ruin him, you'd anticipate he'd have to be in around, well, one of the two big shows. I wouldn't even put him on NXT. I'd put him on Raw or SmackDown and I'd put him immediately into the world title picture because he is, you know, one of the best wrestlers in the world. But it's kind of a moot point regardless because, like you say, he's contracted to New Japan and I don't see any reason, you know, he, he was stripped of the title. It wasn't like he was jobbed out to some guy for the title. <laughs> he's clearly going to yeah, feature no. in their plans going forward. And I sense, yeah, what you said said near the beginning there, the sort of lack of knowledge of the way things work in the West may have contributed to someone thinking, oh, well, he's from the UK. WWE have got a show and NXT's good. And that's, it's just all sort of merged together. And I sense that, yeah, it's all a load of bollocks, uh, to put it simply. Yeah. But let us know your thoughts, because it certainly grabbed my attention this morning when I saw this. Uh, let's move on, though, and talk about the two huge stars that are set to feature on the SmackDown with fans uh, coming from Texas, of course, on July 16th. The two huge stars being Edge and Sasha Banks. This is according to eWrestling News. The two of them are being advertised in promo videos in the local market as appearing on that show. Although, of course, let's just caveat all this with card subject to change. We haven't seen either of them wrestle since WrestleMania 37. Sasha Banks losing that classic with Bianca Belair, arguably the match of WrestleMania weekend. And Edge, of course, also being involved in an epic triple threat with Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. He and Daniel Bryan getting stacked and pinned 
by the head of the table. Uh, and these two would understandably be, be huge stars to pop up on the show. I think we were talking about it yesterday, me and uh, Hamlet, regarding how big this show is going to be. The first show uh, WWE is going to put on, aside from WrestleMania with fans back going into Money in the Bank weekend. Load of speculation as well, Andy, that John Cena might show up on that show too. Yeah, shaping up to be a big one, but as we know in WWE, like you said, the card is always subject to change. So being advertised today is not the same as appearing tomorrow, unfortunately. I'd like to see all these people on that show, but we'll just see how it pans out. Um, Something that is going to pan out weirdly, I just wanted to use the phrase pan out again. Uh, Next week on Raw, apparently we're getting Shayna Baszler versus Reginald. Okay, Uh, this came about last night with Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax trying to win back the women's tag team titles from uh, Tamina and Natalia. Shayna had previously said to Reginald, hey, listen, guy, stay backstage. I don't want you out there tonight. But he came out, he got fire blasted by the Alexa Bliss fiend magic on the stage. Shayna Baszler got distracted and then pinned because it's a WWE match. So, of course, that was the finish. Afterwards, Shayna went out the ring and said, ah, Reginald, you rascal, we're going to wrestle next week. So that's going down. It'll be something like Reginald's fourth intergender match of the year. Uh, I'm not going to say anything more than that because you want to talk about Raw a little bit, don't you? Yeah, I've, uh, I've got to try and control myself here. This, uh, this side to my personality that are trying to come out again. Why did Reginald come out? I mean, they literally were in control of the match. I'm kind of excited, to be fair, to watch Shayna Baszler snap Reginald like a sodding twig. But honestly, last night's Raw was one of the worst Raws in recent memory for me. It was boring. It had, like, what, four rematches on that show that went long. It had one match that is leading to a rematch next week because they didn't give us a finish. There was... I can't believe this. There was a beat the cut clock challenge, easy for me to say, where Rhea Ripley forgot what was meant to be happening halfway through a two minute beat the clock challenge. She just got carried away and annoyed that Nikki Cross might actually try and win a match and lost. Great way to book your new Raw Women's Champion, guys. There was also Riddle versus Xavier Woods, which was really good, apart from the bit where I thought Xavier Woods was going to die after he got suplexed on his head. But nevertheless, really enjoyed that bit. And then, Andy Murray, in what world did WWE think it's a good idea for Jackson Riker to pin AJ in Styles? <laughs> I, mean... I don't care that there was interference from that guitar knobhead, right? What on earth are you doing? If I didn't have to watch this show, I would never watch it again. It is a bane on my life. It is the worst wrestling show on television. And I hate Vince McMahon. Yeah, it's not a good wrestling show. That's my that's my review of last night's Raw. <laughs> anyway, off the back of last night's Raw, we've got two matches added to Hell in a Cell. It's going to be Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair, because Charlotte Flair beat Asker, even though Asker beat Charlotte Flair the previous week. But, ah, bollocks to that. Uh, it's Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair, the Raw Women's Championship at Hell in a Cell. And it's going to be Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston. Or Drew McIntyre again, because as I mentioned, their match <laughs> went to a, to a no contest, because... Bobby Lashley and MVP got involved. God, I hate the red brand. Yeah, so, I mean, like, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte is the correct destination coming out of uh, coming out of the triple threat match, but the way they've gotten there is just bad. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure Bobby versus either Kofi or Drew will be very good as well. But again, bad booking. Let's just do the Twitter question. I hate talking yeah. about Raw on a Tuesday. It's the worst show yeah, of all let's, time. Yeah, let's just... just, just Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> 
at what culture WWE? Sorry, I'm in a mood this morning. Uh, so am I. <laughs> first question today comes from Rahul V. Krishnan, who says, if you guys could pair up two current WWE single stars into a new tag team like RK Bro or Nia and Shayna, uh, then which two superstars would you guys choose? I'll tell you what, Andy, let's pick one guy each and we'll merge yeah. them together into a tag team. Sounds good, because it often feels like they're pulling these names from a metaphorical <laughs> hat as well. So I'm going to go for Dexter Loomis. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm just going to say the name that I had in my head and let everyone fantasy book how on earth this team would work because I was going to go with Angel Garza. So, pervy rose stuff, I guess? I mean, they're both playing different kinds of perverts on television at the moment, so it's not the worst (laughs) idea in the world. This actually makes more sense than a lot of current WWE tag teams, so there you go. Honestly, bloody manatees and idea balls in WWE, I can guarantee it. Right, second question today comes from Mike on the mic, who says, Raw was decent last night, it wasn't Mike, it really wasn't, mate. I respect the different opinion, though. Yeah, Riddle versus Xavier Woods was good. Everything else, catastrophic. I'm surprised you haven't talked, though, about this past SmackDown and the debut of Rick Boogs with Shinsuke Nakamura. How excited are you guys seeing him on the main roster? I'm very excited to see what he can do. Obviously, we've been, you know, singing the praises of Boogs or Bugs or Boogenhagen, uh, whatever he's been going by over the years for a long, long time, since he first made those en- those that first NXT oh. appearance where he rocked the house with Kayla Braxton. It was awesome. Um, I thought this week's debut was pretty lame. Though, like oh. I, the whole presentation of it was just a bit like, you've, the, the, why is this a thing? Why are they teaming up? And why is the theme not as cool as it usually is with the tremolo pick? I don't know. I didn't think it was particularly well conceived this week, but I am excited to see what he does. I think he's very talented, very charismatic, very massive as well. Uh, you all know I'm a body guy. I mean, just look at me. I'm a I'm <laughs> pure muscle over here. Um, but yeah, I am excited. Uh, I've just come off like a total grump there, but it's my true opinion. And I'm going to give yeah. you my true opinion. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, uh, we've been day ones with uh, Eric Bugenhagen or Rick Boogs, as he's known now, uh, here at What Culture. Phil shared the video of us doing his entrance a few That was nice, <laughs> seeing us be able to actually be in the same room together a few yeah. years ago. Um, I'm really excited. I think it's such a random pairing putting in with Shinsuke Nakamura, but it just, it just works, doesn't it? So, uh, yeah, very jazzed to see what they do with him. And I believe, Andy... It's the first of a few call-ups from what I've read at whatculture.com. Oh, indeed, indeed. Heading that way. Come on, here we go. Uh, Right, final question today comes from Angela Dawn, who says, which repetitive match from the Thunderdome era do you never want to see again once live crowds are back? I also have an H word for handy. The H can stand for harmonious, which means tuneful. There we go. I'm very tuneful. Um, There's a lot. And I'm going to get yeah. heat for saying this. <laughs> I'm going to get heat for saying this as well, because I know people were really into this feud. But if I could never see another Drew uh, McIntyre, Randy Orton match ever again, oh. I'd be totally happy with that. The feud started well. It was good stuff. And the matches were generally quite good. But then I saw it 700 times in a row. And then the feud became, I used to suck, but now I'm good, Randy. Every single week, uh, that wasn't particularly enjoyable to watch after a while. So... No more of that, please. Draw a line under it. Never do it again. They're both good wrestlers. I respect them immensely. But enough is enough. Can I pick the entirety of Monday Night Raw? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) If not that, it feels bad. But like, Charlotte Flair versus Asuka? Like, I feel terrible saying that. But I would just like, 
oh, I'm really bored of, of watching this now. Like, they, sure. it's not their fault. It's not the two guys working together. It's the, the way they've been told to work together. Again, like, they had a really enjoyable match last night. It was a rematch, so it was sort of like stuff we'd all seen before. And then it was just a reversal of an Ascalock. And that was it. What a load of bollocks. Right, let's move Bad on chill. to today's. Let's move on to today's, and finally, and I feel terrible. I feel terrible, Andy Murray, because it has been several days since the Off Her Chops podcast got launched, and we haven't mentioned it. Go and listen to it. The former Billy Bloody K, Peyton Bloody Royce, Jesse and Cassie, of course. Now, um, go and check it out. They're brilliant. They deserve all your support. It's genuinely one of the best wrestling podcasts out there that isn't ours, of course. So go and support them because they're two wonderful women who deserve so much better. Uh, but let us know your thoughts that and all of today's news stories in the comments section down below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Oh, it's going to be a fun one today. Me and the Dudley Boys sitting down to review Monday Night Raw and of course preview a fun. huge episode <laughs> of NXT tonight. Plus let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Watch there, you can follow both you can follow Andy Murray at at Andy H Murray and the H stands for harmonious shout out to Angela Don for that one thank you very much you can follow me at Adam Wilborn follow us all at What Culture WWE but for now my thanks Andy Murray thank you for joining us and we'll see you soon planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code GLOW. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.